0: Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is Chris and I'm joined by Gav Hello. and Rory. Hello. And we have some exciting news coming up about uh, the IGN podcast in Glasgow. We yeah. do. But we'll come to that in a minute. Okay. We'll kick off with a
1: conversation. Okay. Uh, which you came up with, Gav. Yeah. What has happened this week that's made you wanna talk? Well, Sundance Festival is happening. Um, And I've never been to Sundance. I've always wanted to go. Uh, It's one of those, like, film festivals that always... uh, You always see, like, really interesting films coming out of them. And it always... Like, ever since, like, I watched the Entourage episode, it seems like all the cool people like literally in the world go to this place is it all the
2: cool people though or well is we're it not a there no, yeah,
1: right. it, it, it did and then Paris Hilton started going and people
2: started right, okay.
0: saying
1: it's not the same as it used to be it's right. not as cool as it okay. used to be well I've always I've always wanted to go so I kind of like watch all the films and stuff and kind of because like sometimes a film will be announced there you'll never you want to see that film for like three years mm. um, but this year one of the like I, there's a couple of good films but one of the ones that everyone is talking about is a film called Swiss Army Man um I'll just read you what it says. Well, I purposely
2: did not look up what this was going to be about. Okay. I'm assuming it's some sort of Inspector Gadget type man who okay. uh, decides to fight crime. Okay. So, it's, and who do you think is in it? Um, Michael Caine mm-hmm. as the Inspector Gadget. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, that's good. Uh, and Dino Radcliffe.
1: Okay. Okay, fighting crime together. So you probably knew some one bit of it. Okay, here's the plot then. Hank, a man marooned on an island, finds a corpse washed up on the beach and uses it as a tool to get back to the mainland. When the corpse turns out not to be entirely dead, Hank befriends him and must teach him about the world once again. So... That, doesn't, <laughs> that isn't the thing that everyone's been saying because apparently the corpse farts a lot and has an erection for a lot of the film right so oh, that's saying, a sure sign it's sure the thing. corpse farting movie um, and the corpse is Daniel Radcliffe
2: is it? yes, yes. I completely guessed that I did, did not, you? I uh, did not know uh, but looked, I thought it was a joke he totally knew. I totally didn't knew. I absolutely didn't know that <laughs> totally new. wow Daniel Radcliffe is the corpse yeah the boner fart corpse yeah So how does he, how does he... I don't know, man. That's all we're saying You've got to watch the film.
0: There were a lot of walkouts, apparently, at the uh, screenings. A lot of people came out saying it was great. Yeah. Uh, Some people I know walked out of it, and other people stuck to the end and thought it was terrible. Yeah. Farting farting Radcliffe. There's only so many times (laughs) you can do
1: that, and it'd be funny, I think. I don't know.
2: But maybe it's one of those things where it gets beyond that point where it's not funny anymore, and it becomes even funnier.
1: Yeah. The, um, have you seen? I know I always talk about Trainwreck, but there's a film in Trainwreck that stars Daniel Radcliffe, and that is a similar thing where it's like the joke is it's Daniel Radcliffe, right? And I kind of wonder if this is a similar thing.
2: That's like at the start of um, Tropic Thunder, you know, when they have all the adverts for the fake movies, yeah. And there's one where Jack Black is playing like every single family member. Mm. that all just fart a bunch mm. that's exactly what this sounds like that kind of comedy but, but then that, Adam Sandler does like Jack and Jill where he I was going to say that in like, terms like,
0: of spoof um, of Eddie Murphy yeah. doing Oh, that you, yeah
2: Big where Mama wasn't it Naughty Professor oh yeah. Nanny Professor yeah yeah but oh. so
1: it's a really weird high concept film it, if it's good or not we don't know because we haven't seen it but I thought we'd run through some of our favourite high or slash weird concept films yeah um, so my first one is Speed because if you think, like, if you were pitching that as, like, you know... That's not a weird concept. So, no, but for me, like, high concept is, like, something you can pitch in a couple of words, in a sentence. You
2: can pitch speed in a couple of... Of course you can. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, right. You're saying it's, <laughs> it's weird if you can pitch it in a couple of... <laughs> like? that? it's, it's, That's high how con- focused, it's a high concept, Gavin.
1: like, you know, it, there's one concept to it that you can explain really easily. Okay. So, with speed, there's a bomb on a bus. If it goes above 55, the bo- bus explodes. Yeah. Like, that sounds... Like, in the wrong hands, that could be rubbish, I think. That's true, yeah. And that's what I think is good about, like, like good high-concept films. What do you think makes a good high-concept film, Chris? Uh, what makes a good what high What do you think co- makes a good one? Because like, mine, for me, it's, if it's a good one, it's something that immediately when you hear it, you think, that sounds shit, but actually turns out to be okay.
0: No. I, no? I, I, no. I, I like a good high-concept <laughs> film. Failure. Die Hard on a Bus. Okay. Die hard in an there ice hockey yeah, Ring? Yeah, yeah. okay. yeah. Die hard <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know A good high concept movie yeah. Is one that, uh, concept is one That makes me want to see the film Okay um,
1: So Do you prefer speed Or the Father Ted spoof of speed It's very good I actually just noticed They've taken Father Ted Off UK Netflix Oh no fuming about it Because yesterday I really wanted to Watch the one You know when that Priest comes to visit And he's really into Like speed metal Um, I fucking love him What's the the Father uh, Ted
2: Spoof of speed well, uh, it's, like it's a bomb and a milk
1: float, and yeah. it can't go over
0: two miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> They've got these action scenes, but they really happen slow. Like yeah. it drives really slowly into like a
1: group of piled up boxes. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's actually quite funny. Do you know what it really reminds <laughs> me of? Like you know, in Ant Man, where you keep seeing like the uh, it keeps flashing from like, the fight on the training yeah. set. It's exactly like that. Yeah, playing with perspective, isn't yeah. it? That one does. Um, so, but that, you know, I probably
0: prefer that. I mean, speed. Speed when it came out was. Yeah. Predicted to be a bomb mm. because Keanu really? Reeves, oh, well, he he'd done Point Break, okay, but even then that that reputation of that film hadn't really grown to what it is now. No, and it just sounded like it could be a disaster. So it was it was kind of a sleeper hit that year. Yeah,
2: I think it's just as you said, in the wrong hands, that could have been well, an awful film. Speed Two, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go.
0: Cruise Control, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what about you, Rory? What have you got as your first choice?
2: Uh, my first choice for a definitely a bit of a weird high concept film is pan 's labyrinth Now this one i I saw it as a kid having no prior knowledge to what it was about. I read the synopsis on the TV guide and I was like, "Oh, a girl you know getting lost in a magical world, obviously in a bit of a, a turmoil." in the real world so i thought i'd give it a watch and wow that thing gets really weird really fast (laughs) uh it's it's, it was the first time i as a kid i ever saw that kind of interpretation of fairy tales and parables but in such a dark twisted way like some of the scenes in that really messed me up for like quite a while because i wasn't expecting it at all Mm. um yeah it was just it was one of the the darkest films i'd seen at that age so it's
0: almost like the director's trademark is to have These bursts of violence, just one or two per film, but then for them to be really, really shocking. Oh, yeah. Uh, Quite hardcore violence, actually, Mm. that that you're not really expecting. But how old were you when you watched it?
2: Um, Early teens. Mm. So it was pretty bad. It's exactly, as you said, it's that mix between really weird creatures doing terrifying things and then just little bursts of just extremely Mm. graphic scenes where uh you know prior to watching that film i would have expected the camera to cut away and kind of the implication of the violence to be there but nope it's just like straight on some guy getting his face smashed in with a bottle or something really horrific like that but yeah that that really was one of the weirdest films i'd seen have you seen the devil's backbone
0: i haven't no watch that yeah you like that similar vibe or yeah and and I, i spoke to him about it once it's the film he made before uh spanish language film he made before that and um he said that he sees it it's about a little boy in an orphanage mm-hmm. and he says that he sees in his mind the two characters as not literally brothers and sisters but they are kind of soulmates. Yeah. And so it's like a really good companion piece to okay. Pan's Labyrinth, so yeah, if you like that check it out.
2: Cool. And Will it's
0: do. Le- less fantastical.
1: Okay. What's on your list, Chris?
0: Uh, uh first one is one I'm sure you guys have seen, Being John Malkovich.
2: Yeah. I haven't seen that one actually. 1993. Do you know about I mean,
0: it? No. Oh, no. Okay. Um, blow my mind okay this is this is the IMDB uh, synopsis okay Uh, a puppeteer discovers a portal that leads literally into the head of the movie star John Malkovich (laughs) okay you never heard of this (laughs) (laughs) so John Cusack plays yeah he's a guy who ends up in John Malkovich's head whenever he goes through this little door in his office okay and then he kind of he's in Malkovich's body for like a certain period of time and then he gets kicked out and and ends up on the by the side of the highway (laughs) Okay. Yep. It's, i, I watched It's it. amazing. It's Charlie Kaufman wrote it and Spike Jones directed it. I don't know if you know Spike Jones. I don't know Spike yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of the movie that put him on the map. It's so good. Um, I'm in like 93. Yeah. And it was a hard film to get made. They, um, they wrote it the initial scripts didn't have there was no John Malkovich in it and then he came up with that concept and Spike Jones got on board and Francis Ford Coppola really liked it Yeah. and helped him get Malkovich but the boss of New Line who was going to buy it uh, he said to them why the F can't it be called being Tom Cruise (laughs) but as they said that was the only person they ever wanted like he's such an enigma and such a mysterious kind of Person, yeah, that he seemed perfect, and also they said that it just because they, they, his name gets said a lot in the film, and it sounds quite nice saying his name, yeah. But um it's a really weird film. It's a brilliant. It's a quite brilliant film. But um you really like it Rory. He he was worried about doing it. Malkovich was because he said he said I'm effed either way. My na- if it's bad, my name's above the title, and it's in the title. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's good, people will kind of only ever see me as that character. But. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's a really interesting film. And it, I think it won a couple of Oscars as well. Yeah. I think
1: screenplay. So yeah, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. So Whoa. that's when weird works. Yeah. I've got a weird one. I mean, depending on how you look at it, works or not. Uh, the human centipede first sequence. Okay. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll read out <laughs> the IMDb thing. Which, okay. A mad scientist kidnaps and mutilates a trio of tourists in order to reassemble them into a human centipede created by stitching their mouths to each other. Like, if, it's one of these things Like if you explain it to someone, they pretty much make up their mind instantly. Whether but or not they it, want, that, that film, I
2: like felt it. like, was kind of the product of the popularity of the Saw films and like, the the momentary popularity of those really shock horror films where mm-hmm. it was just like at one time, the Saw films were like, oh, man, have you seen the latest Saw film? Someone has to dive into a pit of syringe. It was like the, the horribleness. Yeah. So when Human Centipede came around, it was like People sewn together in a big line of mess. (laughs) Like that was kind of the appeal. You're like, oh, that kind of like whole can't look away thing. Like it sounds horrible, but you kind of want to go and see it and see why it's happening and that sort of thing. But, did you think it works? I thought it was all right. I I didn't really like it
0: I became a bit obsessed with it because it it was playing at Fright Fest a few years ago Mm. and we all got the brochures every time I was at the Phoenix the bar we go to and they've got the brochures there because they sponsor the the festival you'd always you'd always grab someone when they'd had a few drinks and say read that yeah, That's the synopsis. And so we we all got a bit obsessed with it, me and my friends. And then I didn't really realise I was going to become quite good friends with Tom. Okay, He's been around my house. The guy who directed it, yeah. Yeah, he wrote and directed it. Um, he's obviously done three of these films now. I'm friends with his sister who produced it. Um, the I actor, wouldn't let him run my house. I'd be afraid just in case he souls
2: you to another human. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's a
0: really, really good bloke. He's okay. really funny. Um, he... For me, he's he's an artist first and foremost. His okay. paintings are pretty sick as well. He does like <laughs> paintings with dog poo and, and like um, he, uh, what, period he, blood and things like that. So he's, he
2: paints with them.
0: Yeah, he does stuff. Yeah, he's he's out to shop. I thought you mean he paints them? And, and I really <laughs> think shop <shocked> Rory. <laughs> yeah. And I really think, you know, knowing him as well as I do, even though he won't properly admit it, I think it's all a big joke. Okay. To him, this has been a piece of performance art where he's just seen how far he can push this. Yeah. How win- seriously people are willing to take it, how much money he can make off the back of it. Yeah. You know, it ended up in South Park. It ended up in yeah. um. <laughs> That's a great Family episode. Guy. Yeah. Uh, it ended up becoming this pulp culture phenomenon. Yeah and I swear that behind the scenes he's just he's just laughing Uh, I've seen the other two films I've actually reviewed the second film on the site yeah it's probably the worst film I've ever reviewed (laughs) and me and him did have to have a chat about that because was I was worried we were going to not be friends anymore but um, that's was, good
1: that's good for people who say you know because some people think that if, if you're good friends with somebody you can't be like objective towards a thing and yeah. like you obviously well anyone good that thinks that I
0: read my Human Sense b 2 review because I gave it both barrels I thought it was I thought it was disgusting Yeah, I thought it was foul and thought it was shouldn't have been made and mm. then the third one is a bit more broad the comedy in the third one okay, um, it all gets a bit self-referential and um, referential rather and it, I don't know it disappears up its own
1: Okay.
0: Um, (laughs) Zing. I think the first one's a really interesting movie. And I agree. Do you want to know where the concept came from? I do, yeah. I absolutely do. A visit with you to the Phoenix. (laughs) (laughs) This is interesting. Um, Him and his friends were sitting around talking about what they would do to a paedophile if they ever got hold of a paedophile. Right. And they said that what they thought would be the ultimate punishment is to sew the paedophile's mouth to a dog's anus. And then off the back of that it just got him thinking about oh that's an idea for a horror film and you it's, know, good, it's good punishment. Yeah, you know the 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 the, the, dog, the villain in it. Yeah, no exactly. And that's, yeah. I think that's why he changed it. Yeah. To, a to a
1: human, much yeah. less cruel. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and you know, the 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 um <laughs> the, the the villain is is a German doctor slash yeah. scientist and you know uh, for him he sees some of it as his reaction to what the Germans did to the Dutch yeah. during World War 2 and this and that like he, he says there's deeper meaning but I think he's just taking
1: the mic I think like there was lots about the film even though it's obviously it's you know it's got this big disgusting thing in the centre of it I didn't actually think it was as bad as like some of the Saw films I actually think it's handled really well and I think like it's really smart as well in the sense of like you've got I don't know why I think this is smart but having someone who doesn't speak English at the front of the sequence in Mm. the first one like there was something about that that made it really strange yeah Yeah. Yeah. interesting barrier I I don't know because I think like it's really hard to act that I I feel like if it was one of the American girls at the front Mm. it would have it would have been a lot shitter how
2: did they shoot that film Do they have to cast the people in between? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean?
0: I I, could have got my... someone
2: playing the part of, like, man number two? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I could have got my brother a role (laughs) in part two, and his wife, because my brother was an actor, and his wife... wouldn't let him. Oh. She said, no way. What if he's
2: at the front? That's not, fine. Not, 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 that my brother, that? not that I
0: think my brother would have wanted to do it. But yeah, they had to do a casting call because that's the film's, you know, the sequels. There's more and more people yeah. in, the, in, the, in the in the line. So mm. that to get more and more people that would didn't mind doing that. So, yeah, but there's some there's some weird fetish fetishes out there uh but yeah i think the first film is good fun i yeah. don't think it's brilliantly made actually okay i, I think <clears throat> it's a little bit amateurish mm. um but it's a fun it's, it's an interesting film it's, it's yeah it, you know and if you don't take it too seriously yeah i guess it's worth a watch what else on your list Chris? Uh, my next one is a film called boxing helena i haven't seen this which i'm guessing rory hasn't seen as nope. well <laughs> So uh, Excited to learn. Actually, that might be the wrong year for being John Malkovich, so yeah. ignore, ignore me writing that. Right. Uh, Boxing Helena, 1993. Okay, definitely then, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Uh, directed by Jennifer Lynch, who's David Lynch's daughter. Okay. And the setup, the synopsis is, a surgeon becomes obsessed with the seductive woman he once was in an affair with. Refusing to accept that she has moved on, he amputates her limbs and holds her captive in his mansion literally puts her in a box. So it's why it's called Boxing Helena.
2: Wow. Ah, I assumed it was some sort of physical combat. No, so really, sort of you know, yeah, yeah.
0: It starred Julian Sands, who's a pretty terrible actor, and Sherilyn Fenn, who was my biggest crush at the time. I was okay. madly in love with her. She was Audrey in Twin Peaks at the time. Yeah. Did you love
2: her enough to put her in a box?
0: Well, because the, the, the film got like an NC-17 rating initially in America, so it, it seemed like it was going to be a bit sexier than it was.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: But it actually became <laughs> quite... Infamous. That's not very sexy. Um, because Madonna was initially casting it, and she pulled out, and then right. Kim Basinger was casting it, and then she pulled out, and um, she got sued for eight million dollars and went bankrupt. Kim Basinger, because she lost the case. So it became this big, wow. this big movie, and it's like, oh yeah, the movie's so bad and the, and so shocking that she couldn't do it, and yeah. then you watched it, and it was like, nah, this just isn't very good, right? And it has the ultimate. Uh, I don't want to spoil in case anyone wants to watch it, but you can can. guess it's got the ultimate cop-out ending, Mm. which we've all written when we've written stories when we were a kid. Really? Yeah, and they actually did it in a movie. No way. Uh, If you think that's what happened, but I I don't know. So, yeah, and it's got a um, 19% rating on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: That's pretty bad. But
0: yeah, man loves one. man chops her arms and legs off to keep her in a box. Who doesn't
2: love that? Yeah. That sounds great. Rory, what's your second? My uh, second weird concept film is actually one of my favorite films of all time, which is uh, Spirited Away, mm. the Studio Ghibli film. Uh, I think this is a pretty interesting one to talk about because uh, it... It is a weird film, but a lot of the weirdness from it, I think comes from the cultural differences between the Japanese audience and Western audiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of the things that to them is realistic is complete fantasy to us. Like one of the, one of the scenes that uh, people talk about a lot is one where the lead character has to bathe, uh, she gets a job at a bathhouse and has to bathe like this horrible slime monster sort of thing. Mm. So it comes in. It goes into the bath, and you know you have all this boiling water pouring down. And the lead character finds uh, she finds like a little hook in in his side. She starts pulling on it, and all this grunge and horrible slime stuff comes out, and it's like bursting everywhere, like oh, like all this pus and mm. grim stuff. And eventually, she pulls out a bicycle. And the bicycle comes flying out, and there's like a big explosion, and the monster turns into like a weird old man dragon thing that whispers "thank you" and then disappears. To watch that as a child, you have no idea what's going on. It looks beautiful. It well, looks incredible.
0: To me, that's not weird because if you've ever seen my dad wash, it's actually not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you pulled the bike out of him this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> don't call my mum that.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but then, uh, if you actually read up about the film. That was all about uh, the director himself uh, being a kid cleaning up a public river, and of course in Japan, uh, the rivers and parks and trees and things like that they all have spirits. So uh, when he was a kid, he was cleaning up a, a public river, and him and his friends pulled a bike out of it with a wire, and that was essentially that in a much more you know wow. fantasized form. Yeah. That's interesting. And as soon as you learn that, you're like, oh, okay, I totally understand this. Yeah, it's not entirely as weird as i thought it was mm. but um i think it is it's really cool to see a film that is definitely weird in a sense but then maybe when you learn a bit more about it it's not as actually as weird as you thought it was quite yeah. magical yeah absolutely it, it, do you think it's the best studio ghibli film uh i think it's one of the best mm. i'm a big Princess mononoke fan sure and yeah. some of the other ones if Corn people is wanted Curry. to start though which what film do you think they should start with uh, that is a good one. Yeah. It's, it's one of the weirder ones, so prepare mm. to just go on the journey. It doesn't hurt reading up a little bit about it first. Mm-hmm. Uh, either that or Princess Mononoke, or if you're feeling really brave and you like crying, uh, Grave of the Fireflies okay. That is a great one. I like Howl's Moving Castle. Howl's Moving Castle. Again, really fantastic movie. Uh, I watched Grave of the Fireflies for the first time at university. I was out partying and got back, I think, at half three in the morning, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna cook chicken dippers. So I started cooking chicken (laughs) dippers, but on the TV, and uh, it uh, it was on the, the TV, and I was like, oh, amazing anime. So I sat down, I was like eating chicken dippers, at like three in the morning. I had no idea what this film was. Then, what, two and a half hours later, it was just me eating chicken dippers, crying like <laughs> while the sun rose. That movie is so sad. I think it's one of the saddest films I've ever seen in my mm. whole life. I'm going to check that it out. Is, I haven't seen that. It is soul-crushing, but yeah. beautiful. Really, really fantastic film. But okay. Spirited Away, definitely one of the weirder ones.
1: Okay, my other one is Dog Soldiers. seen that? No. Okay. So a routine military exercise goes wrong when the soldiers encounter a werewolf. Okay. So... Like when I well I, I think I saw it at uni and was kind of sort of skeptical about it because there's there can be really rubbish British horror films but there can be really good ones but this I really really liked and it had a really good cast and I think it has one of the best werewolf changing scenes. What about like ever?
2: Is it Werewolf in London?
1: And werewolf in London is really really good. This is this is definitely up there because it uses a lot of like prosthetics and like real. What about Teen Wolf? Stuff like that. Well, I don't know it's good but yeah it sounds like a film that could be rubbish and could be on ITV but I thought
2: it was really good I think it's definitely cool to see a war film kind of thrown into Supernatural like you don't really see that a lot like with war films like having a bit of a you know alien vibe to them I really like like sort of
1: British squaddies in films, like sometimes I think it would be really good. Like, I really like like the bit in 28 Days Later when they encounter like Christopher Eccleston. Mm. Like, sometimes it can be quite funny.
2: God, it's and a werewolf. Someone it, shoot it. It's, it's cast yeah. very well.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, it's great. It's my favourite of Neil Marshall's mm. films. that actually,
1: poor I, think I forgot his Neil Marshall. Mm hmm.
0: His first movie. Uh, And then uh, Paul Hyatt, who did the effects, now directs movies, he's just done his own werewolf movie called Howl. Awesome. Yeah, which is a a horror film set on a train. Mm. So, uh, yeah, no, Dog Soldiers is a blast.
1: Yeah, really, really
0: good. Um, I've gone horror. Now, I didn't really want to go down a completely surreal route. Okay. But this is as surreal as I'm going to get with my choices, Mm. and it's the 2010 movie Rubber. Mm. Uh, Have you seen Rubber, Rory? This is good. It's good. I'm okay, excited. you'll like this one. So, uh, the synopsis from IMDb is: a homicidal car tire, discovering it has destructive psionic powers, it's already. sets its <laughs> sights on a desert town. Once a mysterious woman becomes its obsession.
2: <laughs> oh, I love it so much!
0: So, it's basically a tower, a tire that rolls along. Uh, <laughs> a tyre that looks a little bit like this for anyone watching the video oh yeah. awesome my little bit of uh, show and rubber tell. merchandise which is the actual tyre well not the actual one um, so this tyre becomes uh, sentient <laughs> ok becomes telepathic and goes on a killing spree yeah just by rolling down the street well if it wrong wh- through the desert is the
2: only way to beat it to hit it on its side and then it's rendered useless Surely. You
0: have to watch the film to find okay, out. Yeah, well. It's directed by uh, a French director called Quentin, um, what is his name? Dupuy. And he is actually Mr. Oizo, or Ozio. I'm not really sure oh, how okay, you pronounce yeah. that. But he had a hit with Flat Eric's song. Do you remember that? Flatbeat. Yeah, with Dude, a, absolutely. It was, a, it was a Levi's advert that okay. was a hit. It was a number one single. Anyway, <laughs> um, it is weird. I actually didn't like it. It's okay. It's, it's like a satire of B-movies and mm-hmm. horror movies and the Hollywood output that we all sit through. You know, it takes the mick out of audiences watching. It takes the mick out of you as an audience member watching this film itself. Yeah. But I just didn't think it was
1: as clever as it thinks it is. I don't think it. Like, in the bits where it tries to like really be funny, I don't think it's very funny. And I think that's my problem with it. Because, like, yeah. I, I wanted to watch it. Because another one, which I was going to put but I didn't, was Christine. Because I guess that's based on the Stephen King thing. Because another thing, like, you know, a car killing people, it's fair enough. Just a tyre killing people, even worse. But um, again, like, like you
0: say, that was one where I heard the concept and yeah. thought, I have to see that. Yeah. And how the hell have
1: they done that? And turns out, not that well. But um, <laughs> It's the same, like, in the last couple of years, we've had some, like, alright ones. Like, Locke. With like Tom, like people, you know Tom Hardy in a car. No, mm-hmm. was that a Lock? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um Or like buried with um Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, as well. Like it's one of these things where you watch and you think, oh, I want to see how they've actually made this interesting. Yeah, place. like Phone yeah. Booth is a really good one as well. Yeah, um, I thought Buried
0: was brilliant mm. to do an action action sequence in a coffin. Mm. But yeah, uh, Rubber, Rubber, Rubber. But uh, that's all that's we got. That's just some of them. Is, is that all? Sorry, no, it was three each. So No, 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 no. I
2: think you'll find two to three each. Ah, two yeah. to three each. Man, two three one each one two. I have
0: one for you, though, because I didn't actually put it in okay. because it's a short, but I thought about it a lot and it's available on YouTube. So it's Superstar, the Karen Carpenter song,
1: okay.
0: a Todd Solon's film from 1987. It's only 43 minutes long, but he decided to tell the, the very tragic story of Karen Carpenter, Using uh, Ken and Barbie dolls. She she died of anorexia and it's absolutely haunting and it's quite brilliant like you think oh that sounds tasteless but yeah. it's very clever about the body image of women and, and, okay. and how that affected her and, and he cleverly kind of whittles down the Barbie doll to get thinner and thinner as the film goes on until she oh, dies wow. Richard Carpenter her brother didn't like it didn't like the way he was portrayed and because they didn't have the rights to the songs he got it banned so right. you can't watch it but oh. it's been on this one I just watched it's been on YouTube for four years oh,
1: Okay. No, so no, I'm not suggest- not. So,
0: yeah, so I'm not suggesting anyone go and watch it but if you're interested <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's messed
1: up. Awesome. Well, we'll f- I guess those are our favourite ones and we'll have to wait and see if Swiss Army Man is any good or not. So moving on to some stupendous stuff. Chris? Yes, as sort of we've trailed on a previous
0: show, uh, we're going back to Glasgow to be part of the Glasgow Film Festival. Oi, oi. The lovely people there have kindly invited us back again to Drygate, to the brewery yeah. where a year ago we did a podcast. I uh, thought you guys
2: were banned. Dahan, last year Dehan, Gav,
0: uh, myself and Mark Miller uh, Took to the stage to talk for way too long yeah. Like nearly two hours <laughs> yeah. About absolute nonsense And by the end it might have been a little bit slurry We'll be more professional this year It's starting earlier and it's finishing Debitable. It's starting earlier and it's finishing earlier So if you are interested uh, And can get <coughs> yourself to Glasgow Or live in, live in Scotland and fancy it um, It's February the 24th at 6.30 sharp Um, we'll put a link to it in the podcast story although tickets have been on sale already and I know they're selling fast Um, but from 6.30 to 7.30 we'll do our show then there'll be everyone will get kicked out and then if you are interested there's a screening afterwards of a documentary called Man vs. Snake uh, which is something that we've kind of teamed up with the the festival to put on it's a really good doc about the video game Nibbler from the early 80s and a man who was the first guy to get a billion dollars on any a billion dollars sorry a billion points on any video game awesome and then what's happened since and the fact that he's lost this record and he's trying again and it's a little bit like the King of Kong Billy Mitchell's even in it Um, but it's a really really uh, good documentary so make a night of it we'll be in
1: the bar all night anyway
0: uh, to hang out
1: there's a deal as well right so we're you have to buy tickets but there's a deal you can buy both isn't that right? I don't really understand the deal. That's I think what. there is, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think there is. You can either buy one or both, or one or the other one or both. Yeah. but yeah. And
0: I'll do a little, just, just to say, the festival itself, Yuck. give them a bit of support. Uh, they've got more than 170 film screening, Dale. including Hail Caesars, Zootropolis, High Rise, Green Room. Loads of um, sort of retro films they're showing, Rose of the Lost Ark, Science of the Lambs, Con Air. Cool. All in special locations. Yeah. Con You're being bus. I think they're dressing you up in jumpsuits and you're busted Yes. To, to somewhere to oh, watch it. Oh, that sounds
2: amazing. Do they're you guys always, need actually, like yeah, a roadie there's... or something? I'll come along and just carry <laughs> the
0: gear. And they've got bizarrely they've got a David Bowie season that they actually
1: programmed
2: oh, wow. a while ago. Oh, okay. That's good.
1: Um, they've got um, network showing at BBC Scotland. Yeah. I reckon that'll be wicked. Like uh, in the actual offices and stuff. If they are.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, science fiction films at the planetarium. Okay. I can't remember which one. Yeah, some really good ones. Have you massive? fright fest is there for the three nights after the podcast mm. so they got some great films screening including a lot that we've talked about already this year awesome so yeah hopefully it's we'll huge see a lot this of you year there. like I was just looking through the brochure like they've got so much good stuff yeah there. it's well worth the weekend and, and glasgow yeah. is a beautiful town and we had such fun last year yeah so yeah come join us come
2: party
1: with us awesome rory what have you put here
2: guys what would you say if I could tell you your commute could take one minute
1: Yes. Yes, please. I would would just say the word yes. Well,
2: that might one day be a possibility because construction has been approved on Elon Musk's Hyperloop. So do you guys know what the Hyperloop is? Absolutely not. Essentially, if you've ever seen an episode of Futurama, Mm -hmm. the tubes they travel (gasps) around in, think that, but essentially combined with the bullet train. So it's essentially (laughs) a train full of people that they fire (laughs) through a tube at almost reaching the speed of sound. All right. To get you to different destinations. That yeah. sounds amazing. It's already they, they've <laughs> already started filling out the permits for construction in London. Not in London. The no. first one's going to be in California. It's going to yeah, be about no. one to five miles. Okay. But they said it should uh, be able to take you to Los Angeles to San Francisco in thirty minutes. That's awesome. Unbelievable. Wow. And they've they've already started the 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 permits have been signed. I think so. Construction should begin hopefully in two thousand and sixteen. No way. But imagine imagine that if that was like the new standard of transport how would it work though
1: like if it, if you're on a train mm-hmm. and surely like by the time it speeds up it'd have to slow down straight away like that seems dangerous to
2: the me. the i think it's some sort of propulsion system so the train is literally fired off from a starting <laughs> point but i don't understand how your faces aren't ripped off of your bodies i'm sure there's some sort of technology in place to stop that from happening yeah but um it seems like it is actually going to be a possible thing and in hopefully 2017 people should be able to ride an actual hyperloop imagine how insane that would be in london if you could just get on a train and get shot to the office that'd be amazing it would be incredible
1: yeah this the, like i love our new office but the commute is a pain oh it's in killing the me arse Mm-mm. like i was in this morning at by eight o'clock because i just couldn't be bothered trying to get in for half nine when we're meant to start work because it's just so bonkers yeah in i the, was in uh, at
2: nine and that's a lot um, for me
1: yeah. I was in at
0: 9.35. Oh. How was your commute? Mr. Easy commute. It's okay. <laughs> I can't really complain that much. It's five minutes longer than it used you to be. You got the Hyperloop, be, didn't which you? Which is why I'm five minutes late, because I can't, I can't adjust. <laughs> so stupid.
2: Imagine Chris comes in on the Hyperloop and your hair's is just, <laughs> just jet backwards.
0: What a That's the most exciting bit of news uh, I've heard this year, so yeah.
1: thank you, Rory. No problem. Well, you haven't heard this ne- yet. Oh, okay. We're going to
2: up each other. I've
1: got some information on... I love Liam Neeson. Okay. We Um, all do. I I found...
2: Neeson's... I think you'll find Leacons. it is. <laughs> Leacons. Leacons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's my shit. Yeah. Um
1: But I found uh, I, I watched a lot of like ne- nature documentaries on YouTube. I found loads of them that I didn't like. I barely I watched the YouTube for like small clips and things like that. But it's only like recently I've started watching like documentaries. You sent me a really good documentary the other day mm-hmm. um, about oh, I can't remember his name, but one of Spielberg's mates, the original maniac, yeah, um, which is it's awesome. is that really mm, really good. Really it's, like there's all these amazing documentaries on uh, on YouTube and. I watched one, because I just fancied watching the other day, and which is called Nature, Snow Monkeys. <laughs> and it was narrated by Liam Neeson. Um, it was just brilliant. So it was a documentary about... <laughs> so I'll give, you, I'll give you the blurb. In a place called Hell Valley, high in the Japanese Alps, a troop of snow monkeys clings together for warmth and support in the frigid mornings of early winter. They get important help from the hot springs in the valley, fed by warm volcanic waters, for the survival is a communal effort in a complex society of rank and privilege where each knows their place. It's amazing. Now, but is he in it or is he just narrating oh, he's it? to it. so
0: be he's in it. it. He's not going to
2: live with the snow monkeys for a week. this is
0: essentially just a bloke standing in a booth reading out lines. Yeah, but it's, it's
2: essentially,
1: lesson. but it really feels like he's part of that world. Um, this is like the gray
2: <laughs> snow monkeys
1: but it's just it, his voice is perfect for it because you have these like monkeys and you have like the tiny ones, then you have like this one guy and there's this is one bit where he just goes uh, every all the guys and girls are around, but this one particular guy and what he likes to do is just hang out in the hot springs with all the women and if anyone comes over to try and hang out with the women um, he sort of gets a bit arsy with them. Even when like kids come over, he's like just leaves kids and stuff like that. And without even trying, Liam Neeson telling you this is just really, really. Can <laughs> you funny. Just imagine
2: him being the voice of the monkey?
1: uh yeah, basically. Uh, see. I think it should be
0: Bill Nye. Yeah, be he really did make he did the meerkat one, didn't he? Is oh, it meerkat? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He's quite funny at those kinds of things. I think that's really good. I love
2: the infamous one with with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> <Well, he's- laughs> He used it on purpose. I thought it unintentionally. Uh, where he can say penguins. Oh, yeah. Okay. That one is amazing. I've heard this. I've oh, heard I've this. I got to send it to you. Yeah. It's, he did a whole documentary on penguins and he can't say penguins. Oh, my God. So he calls they, them penguins, doesn't like he? Pinglings. and Penguins. Ping- penguins. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but someone's done like a super penguins. cut of it. And it's like, how oh, did how did it get to the point awesome. where someone's like, should we tell him? And it's like, it's too late. <laughs> it's, too late. it's too late. It's too late. He's been doing it for 20 minutes.
0: How do you tell someone they've been pronouncing the word penguin?
2: Pinglings.
1: It's really hard though. Like I guess because I've had to like um, like produce like comedians and stuff doing voiceovers before, and it's really hard when they can't say something because you go, "Oh, you're saying uh, I think it was like Fortnite and Fortnite or something like that," and I was like, "Oh, you're saying Fortnite, not Fortnite," and they're like, "Oh, okay, no worries, I'll do it now." So next (laughs) Fortnite, Oh, you. He said Fortnite again, there didn't you? Instead of Fortnite. So let's let's try that again. Say it again, say it again like it was like six or seven times and I was like, I don't know. How I can tell them That they're saying Knight again Without insulting them And myself <laughs> So I was like it's Gonna have to go in As Knight, isn't it uh, <laughs> like, Have you guys not Have
2: any words That you've Like that you ever Found out that you Were saying wrong For a long period of time <laughs> um, There was one word
0: But only because My mum had taught it To me wrong Okay, And she still does it Incorrectly and when I correct her She gets actually Annoyed with me Yeah, But she says "frustrating" rather Than frustrating Flust- oh. That's kind of so cute, cute though It's well. like
2: you're Flustered and frustrated It's like she That's invented That's annoying because a word You would be really Frustrated by her saying it Or frustrated like,
1: <laughs> Or frustrated yeah,
2: she just gets annoyed if I bring it up.
1: Yeah,
0: um, the funniest story I heard like that was um, who's the guy that plays Christian Grey? Jamie Dornan. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and he was on. Uh, I think it was it was Graham Norton, and he was saying it wasn't actually a word. It was it was an action. Right. But he was saying when he got the role, they asked him if he could dance because there's a dance scene. Yeah. And he said, "Yeah, of course I can dance," because he wanted the role. <laughs> and he said, "I can't dance at all." And he said, "Not only that, but I'm." I'm really bad at walking. And everyone, everyone else on the show was like, what? And he goes, yeah, like my friends have taken the mick out of me my whole life. Like, I don't really know how to walk. And it, looks, <laughs> it looks really stupid. And, 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 they, and like, show us. And so, yeah, that's, he walked really badly, like really stiffly. What? And so he went to this dance thing and the woman said, well, show us some dancing. And he couldn't do it. And then, <laughs> and then she said, walk like that. She said is, that, is that how you walk? And he's like, yeah. And she said, do it again. So he walked again and he said, he was really, he thought he was going to lose the part. and mm. she said you know you're supposed to go heel to toe heel to toe and he goes what and he said no one had ever told me that you go heel to toe so I was just going toe the whole time so as soon as I knew that I can, I can walk. I can walk normally now <laughs> But he said no one ever told me And they're like No one should have to tell you
2: You're, you're making me think mental. Way too much about it though I know yeah. as soon as it's over I'm not going to be able To walk Trou- to the door no, to really do really, yeah.
0: But the trouble is He thinks he's got it sorted now But certainly when I've watched <laughs> The Falling Or when you see him he's still I know And him, him <laughs> walking and running He doesn't know how to do it It's really bad That's awesome That's so anyway, watch it. Look out for Jamie Dornan walking
1: <laughs> Yeah Jamie Dornan walking Liam Neeson In the Snow Monkeys, like Monkeys. documentary <laughs>
0: Um, I had a bit of a chat this week with uh, Adam McKay awesome. uh, director of mm. Anchorman Step Brothers uh, writer of Ant-Man and The Big Short which mm. is hot favourite now to win the Best Picture Oscar because it I won love it. it won the PGA Award the Producers Award yeah. so um, really cool guy really liked talking to him but Rather than ask him about something that is in production, I asked yeah. about something that's not even rumoured uh, Step Brothers. I know a lot of people love Step Brothers. I absolutely love it. Including yeah. Yeah. you guys. So I asked him if there could ever be a sequel to it because it does feel like a film that's reputation has grown and, and popularity has grown since it came out. Yeah. And he said, not right now, but maybe in the future. And I kind of pitched him, well, how about you leave it a long time and have them as really old men and old folks home? Mm hmm. I stumbled on something his reply was um, we were actually kicking around that as one of the ideas that's so awesome so, that is uh, a really good idea that as is well. a good idea it would yeah. be hilarious to because, see those two as he said the older they get the funnier it'll be that they're yeah. acting like children um, so yeah I hope maybe we'll get a cut of that I mean he, what he said did inspire me to say it in the, so like I didn't really get it on my own but I just thought that was a really interesting idea I think that's brilliant yeah and he was saying that he it's his favourite of his films because of how nasty and weird and aggressive yeah. and unhinged it is and I think there's something to be said for that Yeah, it's like so many things happen in that film that shouldn't be put in a mainstream movie <laughs> or you could maybe get away with one or two but every five minutes it's something it's, it's quite yeah. funny
2: because even my memories of the film I anytime someone talks to me about Step Brothers I'm like oh yeah it's that quite just like bubbly fun comedy yeah. and then you're like Oh, yeah, he wiped his ballsack on a drum kit <laughs> yeah. in, on camera. Like, you forget about these little moments that yeah. absolutely... Just it's it's so less shocking. like a cohesive
0: film and more like a series of sketches. Definitely, Definitely, but, yeah. but it works so well. Yeah, yeah. But I they wiped together, together really well, I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: The, 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 the commitment of the two actors is, <laughs> is, is <laughs> impressive. It is really yeah. good. I'd, li- I'd like to see him... like Because it's really... There's not many times where people have dressed up as old people to be funny, and it's actually been funny. Yeah. Um, I don't think. No. I think... Ki- I kind of like Spike Jones dressing up as an old person in the Jackass films yep. I quite, I think that's quite funny but at other times I don't, I don't know
0: Yeah. no I agree
1: um, I agree so yeah let's wait let's wait and have that in 20 years time that'd be awesome yeah mm. I can do that. <laughs> right so I've got a thing this week because like, I do this in the car I play this game in the car um, with people and I thought we could play it on the podcast. And I did it to Cooper earlier, and he actually said, Chris, that uh, a previous IGN UK quiz, that, you, that you'd actually done this mm-hmm. as well. So I thought we could yeah, play it. Yeah, this is I what think I think it is. I think, I think it is, think we, it is have, yeah. we have done it, yeah. Awesome. So it's... Rory definitely hasn't done this no. and he likes games so okay. that's so IMDB have bonkers keywords for their films like really strange things so they sometimes they're super vague uh, it wouldn't be like if you were talking about Jaws it wouldn't be like shark film it would be something a tiny film in, like something like uh, character eats pears and things like that like some of them are really really strange um, and I love reading them out Uh, Because, like, every film has about 150, because you can submit your own. Um, I love reading them out and seeing if people can guess Guess what a film film. is from the keywords. So... (laughs) Let's do it. We've got five films here, and I thought we could do this, maybe, like, see how it goes and maybe do it and set up a little league between us as well. Ooh, okay. Um, There's a little competition. We don't do, like, quizzes and stuff on this enough, I don't We don't, we don't. Um, So this is film number one. Krupa, out of all these, only guessed one film. Okay. How many keywords do we get? You get ten keywords. Okay. And they go from... Like, really vague. Random to more Pre- specific. Are, Pre- these, are, are these quite well known films? They're really well known films.
2: Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: So, this is, now, this is film number one. Shout out whenever you think you've got it, right? There's a
2: competition between me and Chris. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Definitely, yeah. Title spoken by character. No opening credits. Brother sister relationship. Pop in a champagne cork. <laughs> you can have multiple guesses as well. Rain. Tongue. Tongue. Microscope. Lifting an adult into the air. Jurassic Park. Oh.
2: Yes. What? Nice. That's good. <laughs> That's good. I'm still really i swear, I swear I was thinking Jurassic Park at one point and then there was something that really threw me off. I think it was Tongue, weirdly, that I... Yeah? What I guess that one. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. So I might good. lose this. Chris, you got three points for that. Okay, that's great don't news. don't understand it's, the
2: scoring system. This is, fil-
1: this is film number two. Okay. okay. Based on a novel. Anti-hero. Cult movie cast. Silence of the Lambs? No. Villain played by lead actor. Who? V- villain played okay. by lead actor.
2: Not lead actor. <laughs> lead actor. <laughs> lead actor. <laughs>
1: That's an oddly specific. <laughs> <laughs> Beer chested male. Chainsaw murder. A hostel? No. No. Mansion. I oh, know. Cocaine snorting. Scarface. Yeah. So another
2: three points for Chris. God damn it.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm the underdog here. Krupa got that one on chainsaw murder. Yeah, actually got chainsaw on. murder. Um, Horrible scene. Okay. Fill number three. Critically acclaimed. Sister-sister relationship. Friendship. Dance-off. Terrorism. White chicks. (laughs) Hit with a hammer. Outrunning explosion. Blue-skinned alien. Avatar? Nope. Talking animal.
2: (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes! yes! Uh, nice!
1: Sister. Hit with a
2: hammer? When is that? I was happen? getting
0: obsessed with sister sister relationships. It's nice.
1: Rory, that's two points for you. Why Very did good, I only Rory. get two
2: if Chris got three for the first one? Oh, for it's, God's it's sake,
1: it. Rory. <laughs> I don't even have to ask. It's the <laughs> amount of clues you get it in.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, <all> right, okay. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> there was a nicer way to advise me of the scoring system (laughs) I just guessed it I didn't know what to tell me it's like it's like not being told how to walk
1: okay film number four penguins (laughs) rivalry deceit hairy chest telling someone to shut up killing an animal audience flintlock pistol Actor playing dual role. Rubber ball. Human duplication.
2: Mm. I have zero idea what this is. Is that all the clues? The prestige? That's all of them. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Very good. No, nice. I don't like dirt all points though for no, that. No you dragon. got one point. It's fine. Oh, okay. it's fine. So it's currently at six three why have like all of these films had hairy chest as a tag it's good now <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just like it so six weeks of Rory you could take this for this one. Okay, okay if I just get oh, this no. one really fast this is, this is the last this is the last one I can't lose Rory he <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even understand the scoring system I'm just saying films here we go adoption hidden camera character name in title The Visit no Innocence Lost Insurance agent. Juno. No. Spatial loop. Looper. (laughs) Nope. Storm at sea. Fear of water. Jaws. The perfect storm. Great Gatsby. No.
2: Damn it.
0: Deja vu. Deja vu. (laughs) Titanic. (laughs) Object falling from sky. Uh, uh, Safety not
1: guaranteed. No.
2: What is Uh, this?
1: Object falling from... Adoption, hidden camera, character name and title, innocence lost, insurance agent, spatial loop, storm at water, fear of water... <gasps> I know de- this, I know, deja vu. I know this. On, this. I know this.
2: I know it. Object falling from um, sky. It's, 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 Shut up, shut up, because he's going to get it. Uh, it's 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 that it. thing. It's the one with the guy. Uh, A wet Hot American Summer? No, yeah. I know what it is. That's what I thought it was. I just don't remember the name of the movie. Well, you can't have the points then. Uh, no, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get it.
1: I'm going to give you... No, I Ten seconds. It. Sugar. Uh, Imagine the countdown theme is playing right now. Uh, just
2: having pressure. Mm. Five, four,
1: three, two, one. The Truman Show. I knew it was the Truman Show. Oh, man. <laughs> I couldn't remember it. Those people I couldn't remember screaming. his
2: name. I was like, <laughs> the are Show. they are their phones but, now. No, oh, Truman
1: Show. It. Yeah. Well, Chris wins this week. Uh, Keyword countdown Six points to three I'm going to keep a tally of every time that I do this I think Can we, we not refresh? Fine. No you cannot. I want a clean slate But that was good That was the last bit of stupendous stuff we've got uh, Moving on to horrendous Avatar 2 being delayed Does anyone care? Nope so, Star Wars Episode 8 has just been delayed from uh, summer 2017 to Christmas 2017. I actually forgot it was coming out summer s- 2017. How
2: are they going to make that happen?
1: Um, so, I Madness. literally lost nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I don't mind. This so, you out clearly but then, you don't care about that. Straight Avatar. after that, then, well, well so, like, shortly after that, it was announced that Avatar 2 has been delayed. Um, and they haven't even given it another release date.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been in development for so long. Yeah, I know. Does anyone still like I, I, care? I've I've written so many stories over the last yeah. sort of seven or eight years about that movie. Um, I don't know. It made a bit. It made two billion dollars. Like yeah. it's a it's a big deal. But had they left it too long? I don't know. James Cameron. Whenever you write him off, he'll yeah. come back and su- surprise you. So, yeah. I just I, I'd love to see him do something else.
1: Um, at what point do they do the studio just go mate come on that's enough now because it seems like a lot of this stuff is happening all the time so
2: I think they won't though as long as they have some sort of hope that it's going to make somewhere near the amount of money the first one did so, yeah. they're, they should probably just keep I just, to keep I just it.
0: want to see something new and fresh and original from him yeah. yeah you know that was an amazing thing that he achieved you know it's just we. there's so you know once he's gone there'll be so few James Cameron films yeah And it's a shame really. We deserve one every couple of years. I know, and to think of
2: like a new film that's returning to the Avatar universe. The Avatar universe. You Sam Williams must be
1: gutted because <laughs> his, his career has just taken such a nose out. Because for, like, he came out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden it was like, you know, when Hollywood just decides, oh, this is the dude? He's the new This is the yeah, guy yeah. that's going to be in all the films. And then he's kind of stopped a little bit, although he is really good in Everest, even though he's got a tiny, tiny, oh, yeah. tiny part in that. But. Battle Angel Attila, I think, is the uh, name of yeah. the one that he's. He, the other thing he developed at the same time
0: as Avatar. Alita, yeah. Go, and, really start, yeah, 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 go yeah. and do that. Go and do that. Yeah. Anyway,
1: he's not going to listen to us. Prove us wrong. That's what I say. <laughs> Rory, what's horrendous for you? Passwords, What is apparently.
2: horrendous is that people are still using some of the worst passwords. So recently, <laughs> uh, it was revealed that a company called Splashdata released some of the worst passwords yeah. uh, for 2015. Gav said there isn't enough games on this podcast. Let's step it up a bit, guys. Let's re- see if you guys can guess. Oh, you've done a little game? I've done a little game. See, I've this is a good game. for me
1: because, uh, like, Krupa... Like I told him not to do this, but Krupa's been replying to a lot of some comments in the Facebook group. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, as we've changed I, I the love, sort of, I like the Facebook as we've changed group. like the dates of the podcast goes out, a lot of people were sort of worried that they were going to start getting old news. I kind of argue if you come to this podcast just for your news, there's probably better places you can come to it. it doesn't matter. Igin. dot Exactly. Perfect for news. Um, so I kind of like you know us Doing moving some fun away stuff. from from news stories yeah, to totally. talking about Hyperloops and passwords for exactly so what well the got? Hyperloop
2: of course is going to be old news by Friday everyone's <laughs> going to heard about that they'll be swearing at me listening to the podcast there wasn't any we've not
0: even spoken about games once though
2: yeah, I did problems? have a game in there. I did have.
0: <laughs> it doesn't the, matter. It's not in it now. Right, so. yeah, it doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> Destiny Two is delayed. All right. It's over. Uh, <laughs> let's see if you guys can guess. I've I've picked a ten of the the worst ones. All right. So let's see if you can guess ten of the worst passwords.
1: Okay. One two three four five six. One two three four five six.
2: That's one. Yep. Okay. Congratulations. Uh, a B C D E F G. Um, password th- 1 There's a variant of that Which is ABC123 Okay I got it yeah. That is one of the worst ones uh, yeah. Password Password yeah. Well Gav's killing it Chris come on You're falling behind no. Gav's got 100 points You've got minus 3 <laughs> <laughs> How about that huh? Do you understand the game Chris Do you want me to teach you?
0: How do you like them apples
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, 007 No Oh here's a good one actually um, We think it's because of Obviously Star Wars coming back but a lot of them are, top three are uh, Star Wars. Ranked. No way. Not the, the top three, but the, three Force Awakens. the top ones. No, way simpler. Jedi. The people who are doing, yeah, Luke Skywalker. Uh, no. Han Solo. Chewie. Close, close. Eight Solo. Kylo Ren? Even more simpler than that. Solo. Yeah. <laughs> Solo, nailed it. Leia. Leia's not one, Leia. but you're Off. very close. You're very close with Leia. Princess. Jar Jar. Princess is another one. Princess? <laughs> Princess. Are
0: you, are you sure that are Star Wars related? Though?
2: <laughs> <They are>? Yeah. <laughs> Princess is
0: Star Wars related.
2: Well, there's one that's just Star Wars. I'm okay. pretty sure that's Star Wars related. Yeah. yeah. No, it
0: might be after the, um, the political <laughs> defense program in America in the 80s. Could be.
1: Um,
2: so there's three more. There's three more on my list. Yeah. There's also, there's a very popular one that's pretty simple. Sex. No. Ble- uh. It's to do with keyboard layout. Oh, like QWERTY. QWERTY. Okay. That's one. You got welcome. two left. Uh, welcome is actually one, yeah. Yeah. Ah! Well done. Sorry, nice. now you have two left.
0: I'm just thinking about what my passwords are.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, everyone's like, shit, sh- sh- change their passwords while they're listening to the uh, podcast. I don't,
1: I don't know, man. The last
2: two are Login uh, and Football. 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 Yeah. yeah. I guess that works because it could be American football or, you know, yeah. the bad football. But... uh Either way, you'd think we have be in an age where people would be smart enough to do more complex passwords Yeah, I then definitely Star know. Wars. I definitely need to change my mind <laughs> yeah, now. Chris is like, yeah, <laughs> totally. Who would have princess?
1: <laughs> um, okay, so final bit of horrendous stuff that's happened this week. Like, like I'm, I don't know what this is, so what have I, you done? I've talked on this podcast about this Times about the rules that I have when going to the cinema and how if anyone breaks those rules, I kind of go mad at them. Or, you know, just tell them... Stop talking, get off your phone, all that different stuff. I had three different texts from three different people uh, this week dobbing in my girlfriend who uh, tweeted whilst watching The Revenant um, that she was bored watching The Revenant. Oh,
2: my God. Oh.
1: And a little bit of my heart died. Oh, you going to be sick. So many, like, I had... How did she take the breakup? <laughs> well, I had a text and... Uh, she, I spoke to her after She was like Oh it was, in, it was in my jacket No one could see it I was like Doesn't matter No oh, excuses Do not do it And even like I'm not particularly fond Of The Revenant And I told her You're not gonna like The Revenant Do not go see it It's a long movie Um, And she still went And saw it And then did that And I, I was feel, like I feel physically sick I know I didn't know what to do It was really sad
2: that is quite sad. Uh,
1: so yeah, I, d- I just felt like I had to get it off my chest.
2: That's that's even worse as well because I've been in the, in the spot where you have the temptation where for some reason, as soon as the movie starts, your phone goes like BS crazy and it starts vibrating, even though like no one is texted or called all day yeah. and it starts going nuts. And you think you know a family member has died or something. <laughs> it's that's like one thing, and then yeah. you can like maybe go to the bathroom and check it. But then to actually the person who's yeah. sending out the message that's ah, pretty bad
1: yeah subhuman scum it's so awful well I was actually with someone once I was just literally as the film started um, he had a text he well, he was checking Facebook just during the trailers mm-hmm. and it's just before the film started and he read a status that one of his friends had died and he was like he, she just I was like you okay and he was like I think like someone's died so he was trying to work out if it was uh, if it was real or not, oh, no. and I was in this really awkward position where you didn't tell him to mm, no, stop. No, I was, but I was in this really awkward position where he had his phone and I was like, I said to him, "Let's, let's just go, let's go, mm, yeah, yeah. Um, let's just leave now." And he was like, "No, no, I don't, I don't know if it's real or not." And I was like, "Doesn't matter. Let's just go to the. We'll go to the pub. We'll find out if it's real, and then you need to sort this out because obviously he was really upset if this person was dead." And I kind of was just like, he still was just checking mm-hmm. his phone and stuff, and I was like, "Come on, man, let's just let's just go." And he didn't go, and so we sat through all of this is the end
2: oh <laughs> okay. god of all films yeah, as well I know
1: this is pretty bad do I want
2: to know if it was real was he, was he going through it every one real. of his Facebook oh, friends no. seeing
1: if they were alive or dead
0: <laughs> just each one of them checking status up there. he's like, he's alive he's it wasn't alive, someone dead but. now was it
1: it was someone was oh, dead yeah brilliant. someone yeah. was actually dead yeah I'm glad I made oh, a joke it's a good way to round things up yeah <laughs> but that is that is a, a good way to round off the horrendous things do we have any feedback I don't know. Did you bring any? No, oh, I asked you to bring some.
2: <laughs> <When>? I was <laughs> wondering. I was like, I don't have any <laughs> <slack>.
0: <laughs> I didn't see that. No, weirdly, this is the first week ever we didn't get any feedback. So. Oh, excellent. That's oh. fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's boring. weird because next week we're going to have twice as much. as well. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah, that's going to be strange. Shall I, shall I find a bit now while you're talking about yourself? I'll find one piece.
2: Yeah. Uh, Truman Show. That was a movie. By amazing. Googling yeah, feedback.
0: Something not nasty, okay. Something we've had some nasty ones lately. Are we? Oh, yeah. People just being a bit uh, nasty. One about me and you. No. Yeah, which um Rory I read to Rory because yeah, it was, it was says nice Rory, about me. It Says Rory's great uh, and we were terrible yeah. and we shouldn't bully Rory. It was oh, quite it's nice. bullying.
2: Yeah. Do you, do you feel playful, bullied? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I talked to, <laughs> oh, I <laughs> talked to nice. Alex after the podcast.
0: Okay. So this is from, I haven't read this, so this is, this is going blind, but it starts out <laughs> with a compliment. Uh, so. okay. It's from uh, Michael Colbeck. Thanks, Michael. Okay. Uh, hey, guys, great podcast. Ah. Just wanted to say that American TV series often start out really badly, then become awesome. So I don't think the first two episodes can determine oh, how right, good okay, they yeah. are. Yeah. This mostly applies to comedies like the US Office and Parks and Rec. Yeah. That's very true. I just think true. it takes them a while to get the characters right. So if someone is recommending a show that gets great, uh, they may well, be, may well be right. That's a good point, actually. I think it does apply more to... Comedies. To comedies. Definitely. I think I'll agree no. with you there. Yeah. Um, because yeah. often with the drama, you can get a sense... But, you know, the drama, some dramas do get better. But just yeah. in this day and age, with the way it's being packaged, yeah. you can't stick around for that long. No. There's, there's too much out, too much good stuff, and too much bad stuff.
1: I also think with comedies, especially like comedies like Parks and Rec and The Office. Office, which yep. like you can dip in anywhere in those and like there's kind of an overarching storyline but, yeah, but you can kind just, of dip yeah. in yeah. Yeah. whereas I really like to have like faith that the writers, producers, and directors of like a thirteen episode show or a twenty four episode show like know exactly where that show is going, yeah. so th- it shouldn 't be an excuse that all oh, the characters need to develop and stuff like that because they should already be well developed I think yeah. before you even start shooting
2: i guess I guess I understand where he 's coming from. I mean one of my favorite comedies of all time, uh, always Sun in Philadelphia, mm. I found it really hard to get into at the start, and yeah. then of course, the more it gets on, the more you yeah. enjoy it, and it is literally just because of. Uh, In the first season, the limitations set by the studio meant that they had to be a certain type of character. And then, of course, towards the end, when they're given the creative freedom, the characters have all been you know escalated to the point of insanity within their own characteristics and they're much more interesting but of course they couldn't have done that in the first season because you try to pitch that as a synopsis yeah that would have been shot
1: down that definitely happens with parks and rec when i recommend people to watch parks and rec i say don't even watch the first season Mm -hmm. and skip straight to the second Mm -hmm. season because from the second season on everyone is in their zone and everyone knows what each other's character is like um chris pratt's character in the first series is a dick. And yeah, just kind of like he's not funny and he's really mean and you don't get his sort of like soft nice side until well into the second season
2: yeah he's just like that like rock star exactly, kind of yeah. like lazy guy um, then he yeah. just becomes all got, sweet and adorable I
0: found some more feedback <laughs> no, so amazing I've that's that's collected it all together okay um, this is from Max Spalding, Max who says good um, name thanks to Gav's recommendation I started Friday Night Lights just over a week ago and I'm already on season 4 boom love it the story is very well written the characters are really engaging and you genuinely care what happens to them I know Krupa has also now watched it so I was wondering who your favourite characters were and why I have to say Riggins is my favourite the brooding number 33 yeah also why did JD become a massive dick between seasons 3 and 4 keep up the good work yeah thanks Max
1: (laughs) Uh, favourite characters Rory you've seen all this as well haven't you no I haven't oh I thought you had I might as well watch it now because I have nothing invested in the real football coach and his wife I think that is one of the best husband wife combinations on telly Um, I think it's really really good I think like the way that they interact about some stuff and like things crop up in the relationship and you think oh that's a bit rubbish that they've decided to go for that like trope and the way they deal with it is different to every other couple on telly yeah. I think I think it's really good I
2: think that's a show that absolutely I my brother is a huge yeah. fan of it and he told me to watch the first episode or yeah. two did not get into it but then apparently it just it gets yeah and then Ma- Michael
1: B. Jordan comes into it as well and he's brilliant in it and he I should really, a really check it out character. I should check it out have you seen the Amy Schumer
0: spoof yeah <laughs> she, it's really good because she manages to spoof not only Friday Night Lights but also uh, Rape yeah in the space of uh, one sketch, and no. it's it's absolutely brilliant. It's I really thought it was on, So yeah. clever, yeah. and I love that every time it cuts back to her as the wife, she's got a bigger glass of wine. Like, to yeah. by the end. it's like this. Piece. Yeah,
1: that is really really good. Um, Very
0: good. So yeah, some great feedback there. Thank you for writing in. Yeah, uh, if people want to write in, what's the what's the address, Rory?
2: IGN <laughs> underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. That right. is correct. Yes. I haven't had to say it in a while. And that's that. So thank yep. you for listening. Thanks for thank watching. Much. And
0: don't forget to Google Glasgow Film Festival IGN and come join us on February the 24th if you
2: can. And Penguins. Penguins. Watch the Penguins video. It was such a strong ending. Oh, I'm sorry. it's there. Oh. <laughs> right. I'll try and walk out.
1: All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.